there are spoilers. Spoilers in this episode. We are going to be talking about some Harry Potter spoilers, some secrets of time spoilers. <laughs> They're spoilers, kids. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to Prisoners of Pop Culture. 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 We are here. We are here. So welcome back, everyone. Well, I'm here. You're there. And yeah. he's over there. He's over there. You're there. I'm here. Something like that. <laughs> are we together? Soon, no. soon he's going to be across the pond. But yes. Fingers crossed. We're together. Are we together? No, but are we? Yes. We are. Always in spirit. I was watching an episode Ugh. of Succession yesterday, and they were talking about this uh, seminar, and he's like, we here for you. But it was like, here, like H-E-A-R, but it was, so it was like a play on words, but yeah. they wrote it wrong, so it just looked like really bad grammar. We here for <laughs> you. We here for you. We anyway, oh. all right. Well, as y'all know, mm-hmm. do we? Prisoners of pop culture, where we talk about all things pop culture, and when I say all things, approximately one to two topics, um, <laughs> an episode. But first, generally, lately, we have been starting with a newer segment, which is. What is that? What is this? What's happening? It is. I can't get it. I can't get it to my head. Unpopular opinions with Sheila. Hey. I love unpopular opinions with Sheila. Um, I don't I'll always do love your unpopular opinions, so let's get it this week. Okay. <laughs> you guys know the, the candy Starburst, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. There wait, are, wait, wait, wait. Starburst or like the Starburst? I've never heard of the candy Starburst, yummy, sweet fruit, sweet fruit. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a lot of people out there that dislike one flavor and they actually want one flavor to like get kicked out of like the four main flavors. Oh, don't tell me lemon. Lemon. lemon is the best Starburst flavor and they need to get rid of orange. You know what I love to do with the lemon is I will actually mix it with like a, a strawberry, strawberry or a cherry to make like a cherry lemonade. Yes. And I actually save up the lemons. I do enjoy a good orange for like a nice tart, like right at the end, but they're not my, they're not the first ones I, no. well, actually, okay. If it's a bag, the orange is not the first ones I grab. If it's a pack and you have the them the flavors every in order. three mm-hmm. times, orange is always the first one that I eat because I want to get rid of it. Yeah, yeah. No, we I love the lemon and they're the best flavor. And I have friends that are like, that's disgusting. And I'm like, well, just send me your lemon ones. I will eat them along I with like my child. My child will eat them. I like to take all of them and mush them into one big fruit punch. I've, I don't think I've ever done all four. Okay, you know what they need? Hmm. They need a bag 
they have like the f- the fave reds and all that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I need you to just give me a whole bag of fruit punch. Oh, fair. The fruit punch Starburst is That's literally good. one of the best fruit punch candies ever. I don't think I've had it. And it is the dark, dark, almost maroonish red in the fave reds. Because the fave reds is strawberry, watermelon, cherry, and fruit punch. And the watermelon's actually good. The fave reds are my favorite. But um, I guess I thought the reds were just the cherry and the strawberry. I didn't realize there were two other flavors. Yeah. And Starburst minis. I'll take all the Starburst minis, too. (laughs) Starburst is, like, one of my favorite candies. Actually... I have my stress console in the middle of my car right now in my in my car because I'm driving a lot and it's full of gummies and mini Starbursts. Awesome. We'll circle back about the fact that you call it your stress console separately. <laughs> we'll, check, we'll check in on that later. Um, speaking of flavors, and I know this is your unpopular opinion, I did hear recently that Skittles... Because, you know, they made the grave mistake of oh. taking away lime and adding in, like, green fucking apple. Green apple instead. Yeah, yeah, they're bringing lime back. Thank God. Because for the past 10 years or however long it's that we haven't the street. had, the, and I've heard that, too. I read it a while back. Um, I think it was a while back. It feels like a while back. It could have been last week. I don't know anymore. It really does, yeah. But every time I get the the green Skittle... Because, like, my whole, like, first 30 years or however many years of my life, it was lime. And I I put a green, I put the green in and it's not lime. Like, my mouth is just, like, horrified that it's That is another one where I was frequently, I think you're catching on to a theme in my life. We'll take a bunch of them and pop them in my mouth. (laughs) I've done that with Skittles, yeah. Not helpful for TMJ. I'm going to hijack your unpopular opinion, too. Can we talk about (laughs) the Mexi pizza from Taco Bell? No, I'm totally just kidding. No, it's coming back. back. I know, I know. I'm totally just kidding. Back to the candy. Back to the candy. If it's not still at Taco Bell by the time I get back from England, I'm going to be piced. I mean, that was three days, but you know. Okay, hold on. Guys, we have to stop this. Hold on. Dear Taco Bell. Yeah, I know. I hope you can hear the typing. Dear Taco Bell, please remove the Mexi pizza. After Sheila and I have had it multiple times before May 18th, so Andy cannot have any. Because he did not take us on this trip with him, and we really want to go to. Thank you. You're a forever fan, 4 a.m. fan. Forever for a fan. Oh, I had to Do you remember in like the early 2000s they had the they called it the, they called it the fourth meal, meal but yeah. they were like purposely open until 4 a.m. for your or fourth 2 meal. 2 a.m. or whatever time. Yeah, whatever it was. Yeah, I do remember that vaguely. But yeah, so all the lemon haters out there, get with it. Lemon heads, lemon starbursts, lemon best. skittles. I'm here for pretty much lemon anything. Yeah, me too. What I'm I do not like here lemon. for this is the banana why we were friends. Things. I feel like. What? This like is this why we're friends? I don't know. This is literally the first thing we've all agreed on all day, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys had the Starburst jelly beans? I love those. Those are my, yeah, favorite, my favorite jelly beans. Best jelly beans out there. I, in terms of jelly beans, yes, best jelly beans, but I'm not a fan of jelly beans. Anymore. And Andy, those ones, I do grab all five of whatever. I think it's all five. I'll do each 
color and I'll do all of them like a fruit punch or whatever you want to call it with the jelly beans. I love those jelly beans. She oh likes God. a jelly fruit punch. Party in her mouth. I like jelly bean fruit punch and <laughs> put them in like some water. No, oh my gosh, that's so funny. Sheila, yeah. I heard we have an update from a past episode. Maybe, yeah. From our last episode, we talked about Bridgerton, and I have watched just the first season. I haven't continued on to the second season yet of Bridgerton, mm. but I have watched it. What did you think? No, this is going to be the question everybody wants to know. Yes, they don't want to know how you liked it. They don't want to know anything else. <laughs> they want to know what you thought of the library scene. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Episode six, I believe it was, or something. Like that. Um, I think like minute 42 and 37. <laughs> I think, I don't know. I've heard. I feel like I got so hyped up that I was like, wait, is this it? Does that make sense? Like, I was like, oh, oh this is it. And then I was like. I guess I was expecting more. I mean, it was good. It was just like, in a way, I was kind of, I don't know what I was, I'm not sure what I was expecting, but because like everybody talked about it. So there was this big hype. And so I was like, I wasn't let down, but I wasn't like. No, it's not that I wanted to say something, but out of context, people have been like, wow, y'all are really reading her. But I, this was going to be completely made up. And I was just going to be like, well, with the amount of porn you watch, I'm sure that doesn't really surprise you. <laughs> but I just knew if I just said it outright, <laughs> it would sound like it was true. That would and sound it's not. Horrible, yeah. 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 So um, <laughs> I, the, the library scene, I mean, the porn, I mean, um, <laughs> was enjoyable <laughs> but did you enjoy the rain scene uh, yeah I what mean, rain scene oh by the lake and then they ran into the i don't know what it was is it like a cottage or a gardener's did know. you enjoy the courting scene I know I just said that because there's a lot of courting in the beginning of <laughs> like the first half of it. And, and I just wanted to see Andy get real confused. It worked. Because he was like, what about the rain scene? And I was about to be like, what about the garden scene? And I'm like, no, what I need about something. The scene? I was like, I need something way more vague than the garden scene. The courting. And I'm like, everybody was courting. Um. <laughs> what about the scene where she finally figures out? how babies are made <laughs> <laughs> I don't I mean I god like it it was this like how babies are made it was kind of <laughs> like that in the book where like literally like the mom is like fumbling around telling her like how it happens but not really how it happens so it's pretty accurate like how it was depicted in the the show compared to the book <laughs> It pissed me off in the book and it pissed me off in the show because I'm like, damn it. This is why your children have problems like uh, like back then because. Or now. Or now. We don't talk about it, Um, you know, tell them how it's really (laughs) done. But um, I do want to say Nigel, the whole thing with Nigel did not like parts of stuff happened with Nigel. But he was like a bumbling kind of like idiot Nigel Bembroke, the guy that tried to get her, um, were you joking? 
No, yeah, I, 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 I legit do not remember Nigel. <laughs> <laughs> so he was the one that he wanted to marry her, and um, her brother was like, oh, well, you're marrying her. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, in the book, so Anthony's completely different in the book compared to the show. He's, um, he, like, he listens to um, Daphne, and he's like, Oh, you don't want you don't want Nigel? Okay, I'll go let him down for you. Like he doesn't force it upon her like he does in the show. But um Nigel, like he's there, but he's not there in, in the extent that he's in the um show. Oh my god, Josie. <laughs> Josie's doing weird TikTok. Um I have Jen. Um <laughs> So, and I hope that makes sense. But like Mm, in the show, he he has a much bigger part, and he does more stuff. Like the extent of Nigel is he's this bumbling guy in the book, and he he's definitely in love with Daphne, and Daphne is just nice and doesn't really like him. And she really does punch him, but she only punches him as like it was more of an accident. Like he he was drunk and he like touched her and she punched him and she did knock him out. That really did happen. And the Duke did see all of it and he did help her take care of Nigel. But my selective memory has decided not to remember any of what you're talking about. Good. Because not, I mean, um, yeah. Was there a bee in season <laughs> one where they had to suck anything out? No, that's season two. I mean, God, I know. Right. I was just kidding. Also, I love how when you do watch it, notice how they actually have bees like on their lapels, yeah. and it's weird that that is a choice they made. Like this. Um, well, like in the but, first season, they have bees like at they had at the I noticed at the end, and I I noticed at the beginning of some of the episodes they had like a bumblebee that they um, focused on. So. They're definitely using the bee as part of the story, but you may not know it if you aren't maybe privy, ha- privy or you haven't read the books. Maybe well, I don't. What I don't is know. what is some of their business dealings though? Like, could they like is like did you blah, 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 blah. do they have a Are trade on like bees or honey or something like that? Like, I don't think they really talk about the their money. Yeah, because I mean, they have a bunch of money. He's like the Viscount. Like Anthony is always like. I don't think. I don't think they're beekeepers. I don't think they're beekeepers. If that's well, I mean, like I'm just saying, like not like just (laughs) beekeepers, but like, do they have like a cell cell of that or something? That's all I'm wondering. No, I. It's like the only time the bees were discussed was um like I don't remember. I don't remember in the first book if bees were um, in it. I do remember the thought, fa- like you learning the story of like how the father died from a bee sting in the second book. Yeah. And they and like it was just some random bee in a yeah. from a that was in a uh, there's like a beehive in a tree near where they were. So that's that's all I really remember. <laughs> No, I'm not meaning to laugh, but when you said it was just some random bee, I was like, as opposed to a trained assassin bee. I mean, <laughs> it could have been a trained assassin. We just don't know yet. What is that from? That's from something, right? <laughs> a yeah. trained assassin bee? 
Yeah. I have no idea. I feel like that's from something. I mean, if you know what that's from, tell us. Because I know that that's from something where they train a bee to assassin something. But it's like a joke. Maybe like in the I office I love how you said assassin something. Assassinate something. <laughs> assassin something. <laughs> They're assassin and a la- like lassin. I don't even know. <laughs> I'm tired. Okay. All right. All right. You're welcome to watching the show glad you are catching up with us i kind of am excited to see what you're gonna think about season two yeah i'm looking forward to it so on your face you're like what are you well saying? you said welcome you said welcome like we're doing something else and then you're like welcome to watching the show no i was just saying welcome like she's finally watching the show like we can actually talk about I was like really the details I of the show it I just was it. your choice of welcoming us or welcoming I was just a little confused at like welcoming me to watching the show finally. That's all. Yeah. I, I was just. I was right there with you, Sheila. With never mind. No longer welcome. You can welcome me. Um, but yeah. So and hopefully I'll watch season two this week, and I can give you an update next month. I guess I don't know. Well, we only have one large topic for today. Is it large? It's so big. It's a large topic. It's a large topic. It's so big. It is the newest installment of Fantastic Beasts. Fantastic The Secrets of Dumbledore. I keep calling it Dumbledore Secrets. Like Eric and Eric and I are talking, I'm like Dumbledore Secrets and he's like He's like, What? Okay. No, he gets where I'm going, I guess. I don't know. He lives with me, so he he's used oh, to most my, my, whatever it's I most of my family and going, That's cute, Sheila. <laughs> <laughs> most of my family didn't even realize one it was happening and two that it's out. So I was like, Okay, guys. Um, a few stats as we always do for the secrets of Dumbledore. We always Dumbledore. do stats for Secrets of Dumbledore. Mm-hmm. Dumbledore. Okay. What about Dumbledore? Dumbledore had about a 47 Dumbledore? on the tomato meter. Um, hold on real quick. I just want to point out that Dumbledore is like a a word for like bumblebee, and we were just talking about bumblebees. All right, sorry, go ahead. What's rotten tomatoes? I did not, I did not know. That. 47 tomato meter, but an audience score. Of 84. I feel like the reviews that I was seeing online were mixed. Yeah. Um, Which that, is, that would reflect that. That's mm-hmm. actually pretty much most people gave it like a B plus on an A to F scale. Um, I tied for the lowest of the franchise with Crimes of Grindelwald. But an 81% positive score. 63% said they would um, recommend it. However, the film did make $20 million on its first day, including $6 million on the night of the previews. So it's not doing bad. It is... Um, it's gross like $79.6 million and $250 million in other territories. So ultimately, $329 million worldwide. This is what happens when you read the stats as you're talking. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So it's not doing bad um, at all. Is it breaking records? No. But, um, all right. 
Hot takes. Hot take. Before we dive too far in the movie overall, mm-hmm. did you like it? Yes or no? I did enjoy it. It was a little I, slow at times, but I really liked it. I really like it. I've enjoyed all of the Fantastic Beast movies. Me I like this fun. series. Yeah. And I'm actually really worried about this, like how this one does, because there's there's been talk. talks of them not continuing the stories. Yeah. Oh, if it really? doesn't if it doesn't make enough, they've said that if this one doesn't like you know, reach a certain amount, then they definitely won't do four and five because um, they, they were supposed to do five movies. Like yeah. a couple of years ago, they announced it would be five movies. And so, oh, okay. so they After might After the not, first one came out, yeah. Yeah. So, so I, I also enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah, there were a couple of times where it was a little slow. And then, I, like, of course, there was a change with Johnny Depp not mm-hmm. being in it. And it yeah. took me a second to be like, do I know who this character is? And then I was like, yeah, you do, dumbass. But, like, I was like, mm. Overall, I, I thought it was good. I know a lot of people were really upset. Like, I don't necessarily agree with, like, how they handled the Johnny Depp thing, like, three, four years ago. Mm-hmm. When they fired him. So he didn't, he didn't, he's not going to continue the series. And obviously, a lot is coming out in the past like week or two because of the trial that's currently going on with him and Amber Heard. But, um, I, I never really loved Johnny Depp as Grindelwald. I didn't either, but I also, and I don't mind the guy that they hired to replace him. Mm -mm. I didn't really mind him either. He like, I was t- so I watched this movie with a couple of my friends and me and one of the friends are like huge Harry Potter fans mm-hmm. and the other friend has just seen the movies and we were talking about it and they were both upset about it not being Johnny Depp and I was like here's the thing that makes it hard is you can't you have to respect what the person before you did, but you can't make it their performance because then you're copying their performance and mm-hmm. it'll never be true Yours. for you. Mm-hmm. And to me, watching Grindelwald change from Depp to this gentleman, and he's a, I believe, is it Dutch? He's a Dutch actor. I don't, Maxwell something or, I can't yeah. remember his name, but he's he he's from Europe. But, um, he it reminded me of when Dumbledore was changed. Yeah, because and because away, yeah. Richard Harris passed away, and I, the name of the new Dumbledore is escaping me. Uh, I want to. I always want to say like Arthur Gambit or something, but I don't think that's right. It's but like any, Mick, Mickelson or something. Like yeah, that is the new Grindelwald, Mads Mickelson. Mads Mickelson. Okay, but like when. They had to change Dumbledore. It was kind of one of those things where everybody was so upset with, like, his interpretation. But I'm like, he had to play it differently. One, he's a much younger actor than Harris was. Like, whatever. So, for me, I was like, I can't be mad at the changes. Right. And to be perfectly honest, like, it kind of happened at a good point in the story if there is a four and five. Because for me, it's like the way they ended two, it was like right at the start of everything. And then the way they started three, it was like 
it's already started and he's already in it and he's making his face known. So it's kind of like, maybe he would have changed his demeanor. Maybe he would have changed like how he looked a little bit or whatever, you know, because they did make Johnny Depp look a little bit more erratic than they made this guy look. Sinister. Yeah. Right. But Especially now that this guy was like really trying to like be voted in as. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. So those changes for me didn't really bother me. Mm -hmm. My whole point also was there are certain actors that I watch and I enjoy their performances, but it'll always be this person being this character. Mm -hmm. And I love Johnny Depp, but Johnny Depp is one of those is becoming one of those actors for me where it's not Johnny Depp, the Mad Hatter. It's Johnny Depp as the Mad Hatter. And I feel like I'm watching Johnny Depp be Mad Hatter. Yeah. I feel like I was watching Johnny Depp be Grindelwald. Yeah. And like because like Colin for not Firth, Colin Uh, Farrell. I love him. Yeah. In the the first first one, one. when he was like Grindelwald, like hiding as Grindelwald, I was like, oh, that's perfect. Like, that would, like, that to me made sense. And then he turned into Johnny Depp, and I was like, oh, now it's Johnny Depp being Grindelwald. Yeah. And so it kind of took me, personally, took me out of it for a little bit. Yeah. That was, and I I have a list of actors that are like that, but we'll just go with this since we're just talking about this tonight. But, So that, like, I personally didn't really mind the change of Grindelwald. Like, I was okay with it just because, like, like I said, I never really loved Johnny Depp as that character. Like, Mm -hmm. when I heard that, or when I had heard that that he was going to be Grindelwald, and then I couldn't figure it out in the very first movie because Colin um, Farrell Farrell? Mm -hmm. was, you know... You know, like, I was like, when's this, when's Grindelwald showing up? You know, like, I just, I had a hard time figuring it out in that movie, which, you know, yeah. kudos to them. But, like, but when I remember, I remember when I originally heard that um, Johnny Depp was going to be him, I was like, I that's not who I see playing that character. And I'll be honest, I don't remember who I thought should be that character. But I'm happier with Mads as that character now. And I know a lot of people don't agree with that. But that's I don't disagree with you. It was just one of those moments where I just took me a moment to realize who it was supposed like like what character is this. Mm Um, because you know they introduce eighty thousand characters every single one of these movies. So I was like, is this a new character? I was like, oh this went well. Yeah. Did you guys have a favorite part? I had a part that I was like, OMG, why didn't I think of that? Of course, that's the answer. Right. It's not really necessarily a favorite, favorite part, but um, when we came out of it, apparently Dash and Eric, well, we went to the restroom after the movie, and I guess in the bathroom, Dash was doing the, like, crab or whatever Uh in the bathroom. And so they came out, and, like, Eric said he was doing it and I was like oh show me and dash starts doing it I was like no you gotta swivel your hips that's, <laughs> that's what um yeah was said, Newt was saying. Newt said to his brother and 
Dash is like, I am. I'm like, no, you got to do it this. And so we're walking through the hallway to the, like, through the lobby to go outside doing the little. uh, Yeah, that part was really funny. And we really enjoyed that part. And so, of course, people saw us being weird mom and child. um, And my child's like, no, no, I am swiveling my hips. I'm like, you're not swiveling. I just loved that part because his brother was like, I'm swiveling my hips. And then the guy gets eaten. And then he's like, I'll swivel more. I'll swivel more. And I was like, yes. I just thought it was funny because Dash and I were literally saying the lines, like, (laughs) (laughs) even though, like, we weren't, like, we didn't memorize them. It's just, we were so. I actually really liked the scene with the dinner, like, when Grindelwald suddenly shows up, but it's really when, um, I'm trying, I'm struggling to remember his name, Jacob. Jacob, I love him. Pulls out, like pulls out his wand, and he ultimately thinks he is doing <laughs> all this magic, and it's just the badass witch that he's with. She's awesome. She's I love saving her. Saving everything, making it look like him doing it, doing all this stuff. Um, I really, I love that moment. I thought that that was really. Uh, it's done really, really well. Fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I love Jacob. I, I'm love. I love that they've been able to keep him in all of it and that they brought him back for you know like Dumbledore requested him and mm-hmm. I, I mean he's just, he's like this fan favorite in the first movie and I don't know if he was meant to be in it throughout right. the rest of them but he is just oh, I'm so glad great character I'm so glad Queenie's back on the right Me side too. Queenie oh. Queenie is one of my favorite characters. Yes. Like, I was re-watching the movies before I watched this one. And even in the very beginning when she's like, oh, what you need, honey? Oh, I got you, honey. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I just love her character. And I, I was love, yeah. so sad at the end of the second one when you see her walking out with them. And I was like, no. I, I was devastated in the last movie. So I was really happy to see. Yeah. Like, I loved how they showed, especially during the dinner, like Andy was talking about how, like, they showed, like, not just Jacob's love, but um, her love that she still had for him. Yeah, because she flipped some stuff back, and I was like, Queenie's back. She's We got her. Um, But then, like, the whole reveal of, like, the one, the, oh, I felt so sad for the one wizard who went to go, like, kind of, be on Grindelwald's side, and he took out the memory of his sister. sister. Yeah. And I was like, I had a feeling Queenie was going to try to go save the memory somehow, and like the one witch wouldn't let her outside and was like, let's go, you know. Yeah. But I mean, uh, so to find out like if he is good or bad, like at the very end, I was yeah. like, yes. Yeah. yeah, I wasn't really sure. Like, you hoped, but I wasn't sure how that was going to go. Well, because, like, honestly, with, like, this whole story and, like, these movies, they can really go either yeah. way. Yeah. Of who's good or bad. I was also surprised that the other sister wasn't in there as much. Yeah. Tina. Tina. Like, they basically... I wonder if she like, had a... I wonder if she had a scheduling conflict with something else or... Maybe. I, don't I would know. hope so, because it was like suddenly she just popped up at the end, and I was like, oh, so she wasn't like booted out. Well, and they had said earlier, 
thought they had mentioned it earlier in the movie that like she was now the like she was the head or or yeah. in um America or yeah whatever. they did I mean they definitely like they told us movied why, her but... away yeah but it was still surprising because she was such a main character in, in the first two yeah 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 um so like it wasn't necessarily my favorite part and honestly it was kind of almost throwaway was kind of how the scene went down. Like, so one of my favorite parts was when Credence and Dumbledore met on the street and they had their big fight. And it was like kind of in an alternate, like in that universe, but in an alternate universe. So everything didn't end up getting destroyed. But Dumbledore is like, you are one of us. I didn't know about you. I'm so sorry. But so. And you're not my, you're not my brother. You're. You're my nephew. Yeah. But I remember talking after movie one and movie two about the Obscurus and how could he possibly be a Dumbledore. And because his sister was an Obscurus, everybody thought like, oh, she had a son and it transferred to him. And you find out it's his brother's son. Mm-hmm. Aberforth had a son. I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And like, I was sitting next to my one friend who's only ever seen the movies. And he's like, what's the big deal? I'm like, it's his son. It's not the sisters, it's his. And he's like, okay, so. And I was like, like, oh my gosh. Because like, for so long, I'm like, the timeline of it being his sisters doesn't fit. But it's like, how else could it work? Because you know so little about Dumbledore's brother. Right. And you learn early on about his sister. I think you even kind of learn in the Harry Potter books about his sister a yeah, little bit. Yeah, you learn bit. about her in, like, the last um, the last. And book. you kind of hear about his brother. Yeah, but and you kind of hear about his brother because that's who they see through the mirror and stuff like yeah. that in Deathly Hollows. But really, you don't see a lot from him. And so it was like to kind of see more of that and then to kind of hear how the sister died. Like nobody really yeah. knows how he how she died, like who actually exactly. killed her. Yeah. But it was a fight between the two brothers. And it's mm-hmm. like I find it interesting that Dumbledore's character in the Harry Potter series believed a lot of the same stuff he believed when he was younger because it wasn't like he changed his attitude over time because of like whatever it was just kind of like because like I don't know I guess I always kind of pictured his friendship which you end up finding out later in Pottermore and then it's announced in this movie Mm -hmm. he was in love with Grindelwald that's a huge huge thing too yeah. And um like you kind like I always interpreted what happened between his him and Grunwald is what sort of shaped his attitude about Voldemort and like Tom Riddle and like mm-hmm. everything else. And I felt like in this movie you kind of found out that like his sister is really kind of what shaped a lot of his attitude and that he kind of had that attitude pretty solidly from early on because part of what him and like happened between him and Grindelwald is that 
he just didn't agree with like what he said as like a young child or like a teenager right. anymore because just different things happen and it was like he kind of just solidly stood by those those things mm-hmm. and um I felt like you got that a lot in this movie I right. guess that all makes sense yeah 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 but just even how elusive Dumbledore always is. Like, he gives them all their own task. Nobody can know anything. He's ten steps ahead mm-hmm. of everything. He's, he's still Dumbledore doing Dumbledore stuff. Right. And when that little calf thing was walking toward him, he was like, no, 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 no. Don't That'd you be dare. Me. Don't you dare. My dog, she come over here. I'm not trying to run shit. One of the things that I'm curious if y'all felt this way or not, and I literally had this, and it was hard for me to get out of it. But, like, at the risk of getting political, because I'm not trying to, the parallels from our past two elections and the elections that were going on here, the type of things that were going on, like, it just felt very, like, non his like, like, normally you're like, oh, this is reckoning back to, like... Germany or yeah, World War. Yeah, like all World those War, type yeah. of things. And then now I'm like, oh, God, this just feels like it was two years ago. Right. Whereas, like, people just latch on to this figure, not really knowing everything that he's trying to do, not really, you know, like all this type of stuff. Again, not trying to get political. I'm just saying in general, like... Yeah. Like, the big lie with the big lie of, like, he killed right. the calf and then brought it back. Like, I was just like, the parallels are kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. I feel like that could all still be, be very um, third-right mm-hmm. Nazi-esque. Yeah. Even, honestly, like, if you look into, like, Mussolini and Stalin and stuff like that, like, I feel like it's still very, like, pre-World War II. But I could also see how it would feel very new and recent political standing as well. Yeah. Like life imitating art, imitating life. Like, I mean, you knew yeah. she wasn't doing enough of it because they were filming it back then. But it was just one of those moments where I was like. Yeah, I, I totally get what you're saying where um, it is. You know, I think originally, you know, probably really was more like Third Reich and like some of those that stuff that happened during that era, um, 70, 80 years ago. And but for us, what's happened the past, you know, um, I guess, what, six years now, you know, with all the Um, elections and stuff like it, I think it's hitting home and is more real to us now than it has ever been before, because before it was always just like a history book or, you know, the old historical um, newsreels that we would watch. But mm-hmm. now it, it, we felt we, I, some of us have felt some of the things or we, and we've yeah. seen some of the things that um, has probably, you know, what's probably happening during all those events, you know, 80 years mm-hmm. ago. So I, you're not wrong. And I think sometimes we don't, we don't realize or really see how things happen Mm -hmm. just because um, it takes a while. And so it's more real for us now, just because like we, we actually saw it where 
for like maybe some of our great grandparents or our grandparents. Yeah. This isn't so real, you know, like they, they, mm-hmm. so. Okay. What else stood out to y'all? I didn't feel like there is many fantastic beasts in this one. I mean, they had the one little, really the one little cute critter thing. And, um, but yeah, like and the Eric, Phoenix, the Phoenix, Eric, when we came out of it, Eric was like, it's like, what happened to the fantastic beasts? And I was like, there weren't a lot of them were there. He's like, no. <laughs> so, um, but yeah. I did think the Phoenix was interesting where he's like, yeah, we don't know why that bird's been around him. And then the Dumbledore community is like, oh, he's dying. Yeah. I was really interested. Well, yeah, because he was like ashing and everywhere. Yeah. And... Mm-hmm. Well, I like how they explained it, like the bird's dying because he's dying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, because it's never um, really been explained before. Right. Well, yeah, because, like, even with Dumbledore, like, he's like, oh, yeah, that's Fox. Like, you caught him on a bad day, you know? So it just kind of makes you wonder, like, is it because this phoenix found him? And it wasn't just, like, a phoenix that you have? I mean, like, I guess the difference of, like, yeah. Yeah. I think, like, some of the, like, one of the things that I love about these movies is seeing all the different witches and wizards in different countries. Yes. Mm-hmm. And just, like, how they, like, simple terms they use, like, you know, the Americans call them nomads, the British call, or the English call them muggles, like, just all those types of things. So I think it was interesting to just to kind of, like, see all the difference of that. And, you know, like the one new character, her coming from like the South and yeah. she has her little Southern drawl and she's like, oh, yeah, you need to come on down to where we're at. You know, mm-hmm. um, I guess the other really big thing that stood out was Queenie and Jacob were able to get married. I know. And yeah. it was a historical moment. Yeah. Because this is, I think, like the way I interpreted that. I don't know if you all y'all interpreted it the same way, but the way I took that was basically 1927 was the first time they could legally get married and there wasn't like a separation. Right. And that's how I took it. But it was interesting to me because I felt like reading the Harry Potter series, it just felt so normal that you could like intermix and stuff like that, that I never yeah. really thought about when like I guess the quote unquote like pure blood like yeah. bloodline would like kind of fizzle out or change out or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I thought it was like really interesting that they were just like, oh yeah, this is a historical moment because they're a witch is able to marry like a nomage. Which again mm-hmm. goes back to the parallels. I mean, just with normal um interracial marriage, but also LGBTQ like the ability to marry there like we watched it happen in our real time but yeah. the kids being born now don't know any different like mm-hmm. they're just like of course they can right depending on how they raised but yeah it's just interesting for sure yeah i i don't know like i just i get so excited for these movies i really really hope a four and five are made because i would really like to see how this whole story plays out 
if anything, I would just love for them to do four and kind of like tidy and it up. everything. Yeah. Yeah. Taking out. I did actually look and it was because um, I did look it up like is there going to be a book or a movie for and um, they were saying that it has not been confirmed yet but um, the only way for it to be given an official green light is if a lot of people will show up to the theater to see the film. I don't know about your guys' area, though, too, but there were some movie theaters that released it before the 15th here. Like, they were showing it, like, the 14th and 13th. Uh, Yeah, I've noticed, actually, a lot of our, um, or at our movie theater, um, release day is no longer on Thursday. It's actually, or sorry, it's no longer on Friday. It's now on Thursday, and you can go basically all day on Thursday and see these brand new releases, which is so interesting to me because I used to work in the movie theater, and the thing was, was like Friday, like you'd either have your midnight showing on, Mm -hmm. you know, Thursday night, or you would have, um, you know, the big release on Friday evening, and, you know, so it's just really interesting to me, like, how that has changed over the course of like the past like 10 15 years especially like in the past few years I feel like moving everything to Thursday has happened a lot opening night on Thursday mm-hmm. but I also think that the studios also need to really take into consideration not just the the movie you know who's coming to the movie but I think they also need to take in consideration like the past two years and like we're we're mm-hmm. at post pandemic and a lot of places still like a lot of people still aren't comfortable going to movies or you know they're like well why should I go to a movie when it's just going to be on HBO in 6 weeks or this is the first one that my friend went to and she still was in a mask the whole time yeah so mm-hmm. um i think that's just something that's no judgment do. i'm just saying yeah. like i agree with you I just I think that's hopefully something they take into consideration that um, they may not have the numbers for this one, not just not, not because of whatever reason, except for maybe it's just pandemic, you know, post pandemic. Right. So some of these articles were actually updated right before the release of it. And one of them says that Warner Brothers has not greenlit. Fantastic Beasts four and five, um, and that this is the second the um, the second time in the last two decades that Warner Brothers has decided to put the franchise cart before the horse, and it backfired so spe- spectacularly that it might take everything else down with them. And then one of the producers, David Heyman, confirmed, and this was April thirteenth, that they're gonna await the domestic box office haul before they announce the fourth installment and it says we have not we have yet haven't yet started writing so they haven't even written yeah so they haven't even written it so yeah i mean i'm also curious go ahead Sheila. sorry i was gonna say i just really hope that like they do at least get number four greenlit so we can just Mm -hmm. finish it off and not be left hanging i don't disagree with you i'm also curious if 
you know, the backlash against um, she who shall not be mentioned is also causing some of the um, lack of interest of going to the movie. Because I know there's some people like, I'll just I'll watch it when it comes on HBO. I'm not going to mm. pay. I'm not going to pay anything that's going to lie in her pockets or anything like that when it comes to it. Um, I don't know. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. I mean, fingers crossed there's another one. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. And, okay, final thought. I love Jude Law as Dumbledore. Me too. I, 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 I think that was a very... When when they casted him years and mm-hmm. you know however many years ago now like I was like that's that's a good casting I'm happy yeah I was happy oh see I was upset I was like really I was like what but also oh, no I was you I talked about the other Dumbledore from Harry Potter earlier like the change between that I never saw a Harry Potter movie movie until the other one existed like after the first Dumbledore was no longer with us. And so, literally, when we're watching these movies, it feels weird to me to see this person mm. as Dumbledore. Not Jude Law, but, like, because, you know, that's still, like, supposed to be um, way earlier. But, yeah, that's interesting. He's 46 in these movies. The Fantastic Beasts series, he's 46. All right, that was awesome. He's doing well for 46. Yeah. Any last thoughts, y'all? No. I mean, I That's enjoyed it. I say go, if if you're comfortable going and watching it, go watch it. Go Enjoy watch it. it. Let there be a fourth one. Go watch there's it. Some, there's some good moments. And, I mean, I love um, the brothers, like, their little tit for tat. And, you know, they're just. I mean, yeah, and, like, there's still so much about Credence's story that you get to hear. Um, Now you get to see Queenie and Jacob kind of, like, go into everything. I think Newt's brother is going to get with the southern lady. Yeah. There's, like, so much going on. So much going on. Yeah, so much going on. They were, I... Oh, yeah, as soon as they met, yeah. 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 So. It was like, cool. All right, so go check us out on all of the socials. We are Twitter with Andy, Instagram with me, Facebook with Sheila. And you can email us your thoughts at potheadsyouread. Uh, nope, at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that's it. Is that it? That's it. Just don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I was gonna say. Don't forget to uh what was it, Sheila? I don't remember what you were supposed to say. Uh don't forget to pop your pop culture cherry. <laughs> Thanks for popping your culture with us. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>